VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You hear all the, uh, <laughs> all the stuff in the background of the radio? Walt Harris here with another Panther Ants podcast. I'll be uploading another, um, what I did previously with the uh, hurricane and the pit football preview, which was like two freaking minutes because I spent most time talking about the tornado, not tornado, but the hurricane. And by the time I was done, I had no really energy to talk about pit football. But here I am in traffic on on a tollway because the toll's been waived in Houston. All the toll roads here, they're not charging anything. And... With the uh, increase of traffic on Monday, because school is restarting back for everybody, it's going to get worse. And plus, I'm sure, you know, the toll road authorities probably losing money on this. You know, so many cars going through and they're losing money on the tools, the easy tags, all the happy stuff. But, yeah, my commute's been a living hell. And... Given what our people are going through, I, I'll i take just a shitty work commute any, t- any day. Because the rest of the people, they're dealing with estimators, trying to get their um, damage assessed and how much it costs for repairs. Go through the whole process. And of course, you know, realizing that all the stuff that you worked for that you pride yourself on, that you bought, is gone. So, I sympathize with those people. I do. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, this is what you get for buying a house on on a buy a reservoir. I don't think those people took that into account. Because one thing, it's never flooded really that bad here. At least in my area. It really never has. So, for for this to get as much rain as we did, it was unpredictable. So, I don't really judge anybody on what you know, on decisions they make in buying a home. One thing I mean, one thing you should do at least is at least have your homeowners and your flood insurance. I mean, homeowners is obvious, but if you're in a state where there's a lot of flooding, you probably want to get flood insurance too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. So, uh, Pitt, Penn State will meet at Saturday at 2.30. And I can't wait. You know, I caught part of the uh, Youngstown State game. And, um, pretty disappointing. Well, it's not really disappointing because Pitt won. You know, no win's really disappointing. I mean, yeah, the manner of how they won. I mean, they blew up. A substantial lead and went into overtime. Not to mention her kicker shanked a bunch of field goals. Yeah. It sucked, but Pitt held on and won. And of course the you know, the, the game the game book was uh, or the playbook was was vanilla for the most part. Defensively, they couldn't defend a wheel route, so who knows what they're going to do there. But it looks like it was 
That is Shadara, there's more out, there's more communication than anything else. <coughs> Which I get. But they're going against the, but the, they're going against uh, Penn State this week, and Penn State's offense, they look like they haven't missed a beat. I mean, I watched with Akron, they just destroyed, they just destroyed them. So, what's going to have to happen for Pitt? A lot of things. For one thing, the offense is going to click on all cylinders, which means Max Brown's going to have to be like Hyundai Pitt. Whoa, you know what? Let's let's rewind for a second. Last year, Pitt beat Penn State, dropped 42 points on them, and they lacked the passing game. And as if you all, you all remember, that's the one thing that kept Penn State in that game Last year was the lack of a passing game. Pitt just couldn't get it, couldn't get it going, and because of that, Pitt could not um, put him away. So it allowed Penn State to uh, get more possessions and hence more points. So yeah, you had that going for you. So that's one thing. Pitt's going to have to do this time is establish the passing game because they don't have a um, the offensive line is still somewhat there. I mean, it's a decent line. It's not definitely not like last year's. And of course you don't have um, James Conner back there at all. But you have Quadri Olison, who uh, looked pretty decent last week. Darren, yeah. Let's not get into him. And you know what? I almost called him. Uh, I almost called him Darren Walls from the <laughs> from from uh, what's it called? The guy from uh, the Wolverine. Uh, Willand Hills. Ugh. I almost call him Darren Walls. But Darren Hall, he just looked slow last week. I don't know if it's you know injuries or what, but he just ugh. He just didn't look good. I mean Pitt's gonna definitely need speed. I mean AJ Davis, hopefully he he may have a coming out party, who knows? And um But basically they're gonna either get that running game going like they did last year. But one thing in particular is they have to get the passing game going. I mean, obviously, you know they they got Way and Quadri Henderson. They got you know they have they got this two, those two going. But basically, if Pitt's gonna win this game, it's gonna have to be in a shootout like last year. Although you can pretty much say last year wasn't really a shootout. It's just Pitt couldn't put them away in the end, and they they'd rely on a uh, you know a Trace McSorley interception where where McSorley pretty much got a little bit cocky, a little bit full of himself, and just went for the kill, and you figure, I mean, you know, you figure he would have learned from, uh, when he played USC, he would learn from that pit game not to do it, and, you know, he threw up that first time, and it almost got picked off, the second time, he did it again, and USC ended up, uh, Take it, getting in the field goal range and winning that game. So, 
Pitt's, what Pitt really is going to need is for Trace McSorley to be really full of himself, really cocky, because he tends to do that. Same thing with the play calling as well with Moorhead. Basically, the egos on the Penn State offense have to come in check. And basically, it's Moorhead calling pass plays and Trace McSorley doing cocky things like he's done. Because uh, McSorley has a habit, I've seen it before, where he just throws passes up and his receivers bail him out. You know, Pitt's just going to have to read him. So, we'll see. I mean, this may not be as, I mean, who knows? It, it, we're, we're all thinking we're all going to lose by 30, 40 points. We may, it may not be that way at all. We'll see. Anything can happen. So I would, um, I wouldn't rule out Pitt just yet. Yeah, you can return. So click, 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 click. But I wouldn't rule out Pitt totally yet. It may not be that bad. I mean, the game itself is important for Narduzzi. I mean, every one of these Penn State games is going to be important for him. Because he has to set some sort make he has to set some sort of tone and make a point. So all in all, we'll see what happens. But uh, it's a big test. I mean Penn State's the number four team in the country. They're probably the favorite to win the Big Ten, although everybody's picking Wisconsin for some reason, and I have no idea why. Wisconsin's not even that I mean they're good, but they had a really good team last year. It's just they had no quarterback, really. They lacked a quarterback. There was Hornybrook, sure. But if you watch him as Penn State night game, same thing with Pitt. They couldn't put Penn State away because they didn't have a passing game. So, and this year, Penn State's just a, lot, a much better team. They're more loaded than what last year's team was. I mean, plus they've recruited really good over the last few years. They've, they've brought some really good classes. So you'll see a product of it. So really what Pitt's got to do is develop something on offense. Defense, got to hope McSorley gets full of himself. But, of course, they got to get some pressure on him as well. I mean, pressure forced him into making those mistakes. So if they can do that, you know, we'll see. But uh, if Pitt wins, it's going to be a high-scoring game regardless. I don't think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Points are going to be scored. Will it be 42-39? Maybe not. Maybe like a 35-28, 35-31 type of game. Similar to that. But, yeah, I don't see it. Uh, Pitt winning, I don't see it uh, you know, being like a defensive struggle. Unless it rains, of course, really bad. You know, the hurricane blows in, and both teams can't really do, you know, squat. We'll see. But young, just like last year's game against Villanova, there's not much to take from what Pitt did. Obviously, the the will route's concerning because it looked like there were some communication issues between the linebackers and you know. And obviously, you can see 
Narduzzi was a little bit testy in the, you know, in the press conference. And, yeah, and, and naturally we do have a media blackout again with Pitt this week, which has got some of the local media up, up in arms. And I get it. It's a big game. They want to cover. But there's, you know, there's plenty of things you can do, the right things, things you can write. So I really wouldn't... Uh, if I'm the look of me, I wouldn't get you know, my, you know, sand in my vagina over it, like some of them are. Because, because personally, I can really give two craps if they cover Pitt. I mean, there's plenty of other places I can get Pitt content. I don't have to, I don't have to pull up the Post Gazette. Post Gazette. <laughs> there's a Trib. I guess it's some some sort of Tumblr site now, as I call it. You know, there's that little site that Rossi and them are on, Tim Benz. Then, of course, you got Dejon's site. You got them. And, of course, but, you know, for me, I mean, you know, I can go anywhere. PGA Sports Now. You know, they got some decent riders. I mean, Harry's been in the game for a long time. Alan Saunders, really good. You know, Nick Nick Gordon's pretty decent as well. I mean, he he's I mean he's looks like he's been uh, in the game for a little bit. You know, he's up and coming. Then of course um, you flip over to Cardiac Hill. You got those guys, Anson Whaley. Hope I pronounced them right. Jim Hammett. I mean, you got those guys. So. Anything else I missed? Well, yeah, I can't forget Pitt Blather. I mean, Chaz Rich and all those guys. I have to look. Does Reed, does Reed even still write for those guys? Reed's been a, like a message board poster for years. I th- I'm sure he writes for them. And there's Justin, of course. I don't know his last name. I just know he's the Twitter handle NFL Gimpy. There's all those guys. So, if I miss anybody from the pit side, oh, dreambackfield.com. I got to forget those guys. So, I mean, if I miss anybody, I apologize. But there's plenty of, like, I'm trying to, like, what I'm trying to say is there's plenty of places to get your pick content. Oh, how could I forget? There's Panther Digest, which is some panthermore.com, I guess is what it is now. And then you got, um, Panther Lair. How can I forget Panther Lair? With Chris Peak. And all those guys. But if I forget all your names, I apologize. But, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to uh, mention all the names of these of these sites and get you out there. And there's the Panthers 24-7 site. I'm not sure who even writes for them now. I know Carlo managed that for a bit, and he works... He got ousted, and I guess he went to go work at Toledo. Now he's with Pitt, doing his thing. So, you know, you know he's already moved himself into the ranks. I mean, of course, he had his, he had the, the whole Whippio, Whippio Insider, you know, football camp, you know, where he tries to get all the Whippio kids uh, noticed. You know, it reminds me when Dave Wanstead did that before he left, where he had his camp and he had all those player Whippio kids there. And was inviting all the schools in to get these kids noticed. I mean, get them some sort of scholarship, whether it's one A, one double A, or PSAC, if they you know if they have scholarships. 
you know, any, you know, regardless if it's if it's some sort of interest, you may not get a scholarship, but they may say, hey, you know what, you look good. We can't give you a scholarship, but hey, stop by, you know, stop by and sign up, you know, register for classes here. But all I can say for you guys is uh, on Saturday, just try and enjoy the game and know if we lose, yeah, we're going to have to have thick skin. Although Penn State's, you know, some of their fans are starting their condescending crap. We're, you know, we're, let's, uh, let's rise above and show them how, how a great fan base Penn State is. Not like how Pitt was last year. Yeah, that doesn't take away from the fact of all the years you 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 stereotyped our 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 basketball players and our black football players as thugs every time they've ever committed to our school. Yeah, I mean, being nice to us and giving us an apple pie while we show up to your tailgate or the tailgate at your uh, university doesn't take away the fact that you guys are condescending assholes. And that you, that when we leave, you're gonna you're gonna say you're gonna say a whole bunch of stuff about our players, calling them thugs and what without what and whatnot. So, you know, you can just you can just miss me with that bullshit. Ah, oh, here I go cussing now. I was doing good up until then. Oh well. No, I gotta let these people cross. There we go. Yeah, texting while driving is banned in Texas now. I mean, if you're but if you're stopped at a stop sign, you can still text and tweet because you're technically not driving. Whereas me, I'm on a speakerphone trying to uh, do this podcast, and I'll finish you up. But going back, just enjoy the game, and uh, you know, I have a lot of friends who are Penn State fans. You know, I actually got invited to some Penn State games, game watches here in Houston. Because I actually went to Penn State for a year as a branch campus dummy. And so, to them, even though I've been there for a year, they still classify me as alumni. And, yeah, I'm invited to go watch a uh, game with all of them, which I probably won't do anyway. You know, I I mean, if I knew Pitt was a sure winner, I would definitely show up to this game and watch, you know, and do the game watch. It'd be fun. But, unfortunately, no. I just show up wearing my pit, my pit shirt. But, uh, yeah, I was a branch campus dummy. I tried to get in the pit. But, um, my uh, um, SAT scores were high enough. It was funny. I had, like, a, I had like a 3-3 grade average in high school. And I had an SAT score of probably, like, 860. I was a horrible test taker. But um, I could have. I think if um, I applied myself more in high school, I could have had a higher GPA. Same thing with college too. I was doing really good in college until I turned twenty-one, and then I could have cared less about getting high honor roll. I just wanted to go. I just wanted to go out and get drunk. I wanted that B. I want instead of the A plus. I wanted the B. I went to three O so I could go get hammered. But. All right, I'm done here. It's 20 minutes. Enjoy how to pit. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. 
Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.